When you think, what is important in your life? What do you, what comes to your mind? What is important? Is it your job? Does that come first? Is it your friendships? Is it your family, your children, your spouse? Is it Parama Purusha? Is it your meditation? Is it your relationship to Guru? What comes first? According to the passion in your heart, according to the intensity of your desire and your attachment, you go towards that which is most important to you, and you act accordingly. If your meditation practice and your relationship to the infinite is of secondary importance, if it's something down the list, three, four, five, six items, then it will be respectively significant to you in that lesser position. But if it holds a primary importance for you, then the passion of your heart will draw you closer and closer to that infinite one. It depends upon the passion of your heart. You may have ideas of what is good for you. You may have ideas of what you believe in. But what is significant and what you will move towards is what you are drawn to, what the passion of your heart draws you to. So if your passion is for the divinity which is within you and all around you, you will find your mind thinking often of this. You will find your intention drawn to this. Depending upon how intense this passion is, you will spend much time contemplating, thinking of, meditating on the infinite. If the passion is a little less, you will spend less time. It will not enter your mind as often. So to truly realize the great, not simply to have a meditation practice, but to realize the infinite divinity that is the undercurrent of all existence, requires not only that you have a good meditation practice and that you apply yourself with discipline to that practice, but it is significant that you have passion, that you have love for the great. This love for the great is not always felt. How do you acquire this love for the infinite? How do you acquire this passion? (laughs) The passion to know the great. This passion comes not merely from the desire to achieve or to have. It comes from experience. When you begin to experience the peace, 
the love, the guidance, the presence of the infinite, then that very presence kindles in you a desire to be even closer. Your passion is awakened, and when your passion is awakened, you begin to move towards the infinite with sincerity and speed and the grace of Guru, the grace of the divine falls upon you. Without this passion, it's difficult to proceed. And without that grace, it's difficult to have the passion. So they go together. And the to acquire this grace of the infinite is a little different from other things you acquire in your life. If you want a new car, you save up money and you buy a car. You go after it. You pursue it. In your meditation, you pursue a relationship with the divinity within. But the methodology of that pursuit is different. For this which you are pursuing is omnipresent. It is all-pervading. It's always there. But the eyes turned towards the world are blind to this presence. So what do you do? You need to find a methodology for connecting with divinity. That methodology is surrender. It's a different process than you use to acquire things in your day-to-day life, objects, relationships. With this relationship to the God-Self, it is a letting go, letting go of your personal identity, letting go of your personal will, letting go of your all that you have thought you have been, and surrendering into the care of the infinite. Lord, all that I have is yours. It comes from you. It belongs to you. I surrender it all. There is nothing but you. When this mentality begins to take over the mind, then that grace begins to be visible. And as the grace is seen, The love in the heart is awakened, and the passion for the divine arises. Then real meditation begins. Then it is not simply a practice that you do several times a day. It is your lifeblood. It is your heart's desire. When the love you feel in your heart blossoms in the presence of that sense of the divine. You begin to feel that that one is a shower of grace, a presence always around you, a presence in every living being, in everything that is. It is a holy presence. And as you let go, of who you think you are, of the little boxes that you have built around yourself and defined and confined yourself within, 
and you begin to unwind all of those definitions of self, you find there is nothing there but the God-self. There is nothing there but the Sadguru. Within you and within all beings, that infinite one, that all-pervading, infinite love, infinite peace, infinite consciousness, that beingness abides, that intelligent consciousness which governs all that is, abides everywhere. The method to come closer is to let go. Thy will, not mine. To let go of your definitions of your own self. If you feel you are small and you believe this, if you feel you are the body and the intellect and you believe this, then you become confined by those beliefs. They stop you from going further into reality, into the consciousness that underlies all things, into the love that is infinite. But when you are willing to let go of these ideas of self, when you are willing to surrender your beliefs, your constructs, your definitions, at the feet, at the lotus feet of the infinite one, then what happens? What happens when you are no longer the personality, the achievements, the beliefs about yourself? What happens when you let them go? What happens when you stop identifying with all of that? The self, the true self, the Atman, is one with the infinite, with the Paramatma. When you sink beneath all of the definitions that you have constructed around yourself, like barriers to give a sense of identity, when you soften them, melt back into the one, let go, surrender, what remains? Consciousness sees then the whole of being, the Sadguru, the God-Self, the Infinite One, comes into view because beneath that which you have defined and confined yourself within lies the ocean of divinity within you, around you, in all beings. That divinity is everywhere. It is the substantive nature of all that is. So there is no place that that divinity does not abide. Even in the worst of people who you may feel repelled by, within them that abides. Only the mind lives in delusion and the actions respond accordingly. Within you lies this greatness. It is not something to be acquired like an object, but it is something to be softened into, let go into. 
fall back into. Begin to soften those definitions of self. Can you let go of all the things, all the ideas you have had which by which you have defined yourself? Can you let go of the feeling that you're not worthy? Can you let go of your personal ego identity, all those things that you feel you are accomplished at? All the definitions of yourself, the core definitions of who you are, can you just soften, let go, let go of you? When you do, and you soften into being, there is the infinite one, pure, omnipresent, the source of all love, the most beautiful of existence, pure being, pure love, infinite peace, the source of your being, the depth which holds you so that all the restlessness of your spirit dissolves. When you touch that one, you touch the whole of being, the love without end, the source of your existence. There is in this a great nurturance, and it takes great humility to melt into greatness, to melt into the infinite, the humility to let go of all those definitions of self and feel the God within and all around. Feel the love which is. It takes great humility to let go of your smallness, to melt back into the one, divine one, your home, your source. There, melted into that which is, you are beyond life and death. For in the this divine undercurrent of all existence, there is no life for death. There is being ever conscious, ever aware intelligence through which the whole creation has unfolded within. This is your birthright to know this, but it requires letting go, letting go. And as you touch that divinity and you feel that, you feel it, then the passion of your heart is awakened. Your love for God, your love for the divine, your love for the Sadguru is there. And the priority of that relationship grows in magnitude from a simple daily practice that you know is good for you of meditation to an impassioned love of your heart to find ways and moments to connect with that divinity. Feel it with you. Feel that presence. To let go and be with that one. And keeping the company of the great, you move 
closer and closer. The qualities, the understanding, the love which is inherent in the Infinite One comes closer to you as your mind stays on the Divine One in the form of deity, in the form of guru, in the form of the God-Self, pure, omniscient being. In that company, you begin to shift and change, acquiring more the kindness, the love, seeing all beings as part of the one whole. Your heart is with all living beings, but mostly it is with the one which is embodied in all creation, the one love, the one truth, the one essence of being. The beloved is known to you, and one cannot truly know that one without the spark of love growing in the heart. For in the presence of that one, the beauty, the truth, the exquisite nature stirs your heart, and thus you let go into that which is the most beloved of your heart and your soul. This is the true path to divinity. Whatever practices you may do, whatever deity you may ideate upon, or whatever guru, if it is Mother Mary, or a guru, or Christ, or Buddha, it matters not, for all are doorways which open to the Infinite One. All are forms in which, when you go deep into that form, they dissolve into the One, your Baba, your Ma, your Mother, your Father Divine, is indeed that One Essential Essence. There is no other. The Infinite Brahma, the Infinite Divine One is truly the Guru, the Lord, the One, from which, in which all abides, an infinite divine conscious intelligence in which the creation is manifest. That Great One is your source, your soul, the true love of your heart. And once you drop deep within, that love awakens. The knowing, the attraction to that from which you have come draws you home. And this is the true path of spiritual life. All right?